What is going on? What is going on? We back at it. Let's go. Man, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. Um, you know this podcast is about motivation as well, not just about finance and real estate, but we also want to motivate um, and, and not only motivate for the world, but also my, my particular community, the black community, right? And this is one of the problems I have with what I'm doing and what I see a lot of other people trying to do to set an example for the, for the, for the next round of young African-American coming you know, uh, uh, kids coming, um, to set an example for other individuals that may not be where they want to be, but they could, they could look at other individuals that looks like them and say, Hey, I can do it. Now we got to talk about this hot topic, uh, Deion Sanders leaving for the university of Colorado. Now, first off, let's just get this man a round of applause. Because he worked his you know what off. Okay? Now, with everything that comes to the light, it always needs to come to the dark. It's always negativity. And let me tell you, I'm just so disappointed in my community that I had to speak about it and get it off my chest because I can use this opportunity not only to push out the information to you guys, but therapy for myself because I feel like I'm insane for feeling like I'm the only one. Now I know there's, there's, there's many more, but like I feel like I'm the only one who's like genuinely happy for him. You know, genuinely appreciate and understand what he has done. Now, let me tell you guys. I, I did a little research on Wikipedia. I know that's not the best resource to use, but I actually looked and seen the last time University of Jackson. That was the, that was the uh, school he was coaching for previously. University of Jackson last championship was 2007. I think their division championship was 2013. Their last one. He won back to back. Okay? Back to back. Not only that, he had opportunities with top five powerhouse schools prior to taking this job at Jackson State. Which he turned down, which which he, he he stopped entertaining to go to Jackson State because they end up recruiting him. And he decided, okay, let me take this chance. I feel like God is telling me to go down here, motivate, you know, do a lot of different things. Now this man's richer already. He has sponsorships, he has deals, he has resources, he has all these things that at the moment Jackson State doesn't have. Okay, so he's coming down to a to a school that has not that many resources, not able to pay him worth, um, you know, but he's taking that chance because he's bringing light to the HBCU, okay? Now, just from what I've seen, I've, I've, I've almost watched every piece of material I could see on him during his stay at Jackson State. And to see the growth, see the development from when he gets, when he actually gets to the campus and he, and he starts to train these young kids. And the first big thing he notices is we don't have a right practice field. We don't have genuine facilities. We don't have, you know, a, 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 a personnel that needs to be there to help these kids compete at the level they need to compete at. He notices that they're taking what's called, and I never knew what this was, uh, they're taking money games. Now, you might be asking yourself, what's a money game? A money game is when 
a PWI. I mean, it don't even have to be just just a just a powerhouse type football team, and they need a tune-up game. You know what I'm saying? This may count for the record. It may just be a, a scrimmage. But we remember we were in high school, and 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 the the varsity would always beat up on JV. That's how they feel. HBCUs are so they violent. So they they pay for them to come out to beat up on them. And what happens at the end of the day is we find out the finances aren't correct. We find out for years their their, their expenses are more than what they're getting for the game. So are we fighting for exposure or are we fighting just to take a, 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 a weak check? This is what Deion Sanders came down to fix and expose. Not only that, man. So you talk about the field. The field was so bad, and he even did research on back of you know he, he he did research on the field and understood that wide receivers and quarterbacks would get hurt on this field because you know it starts to dip, it starts to drain, and the field is not level, right? So immediately he he he, he gets put into action. He gets with the local WalMarts, he gets with a couple other local companies, and they were able to be donated a million dollar field. Why could that have not been done before him? Why couldn't it be done before him? There's many other black African-American coaches. You got an athletic director. You got this. You got that. Why did that not come? Why, why did no one say anything? Okay? But I digress. Let's just let's just move on. So we, we, we talk about the, the facilities where he actually built brand new facilities. Um, they weren't able to finish all of it. They were, they were short on some money, right? Took money out of his own pocket. Please tell me the last coach you know that takes money, that took money out of his own pocket to finish a facility. Please. Because he didn't have to do that. Deion Sanders also didn't have to do is withdraw his kids from the school that they were going to to come down there. Like, I, I feel like he was all in. My man was all in. He even brought his family down okay but you know that ain't no big deal right we laughed and joked when he beat up on um i can't remember the team but we know the coach you can at least remember the coach because it was it was national news it was a national game he goes down after beating you know and they, they whooped him pretty bad but you know it is what it is it's a football game Goes to the middle of the field to check the hand of the coach. And the coach pushes him off. They said he's not swag. Says he's not part of this community. But is that before or after you, 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 you accept the limelight of a sold-out stadium that's never been done in, in, in years? Many years. I'm not going to say never been done, but in years hasn't been sold out. You benefit from the ticket sales. You benefit from the sales of your concessions. You benefit. I, I just, I don't understand. He goes and he, he's been doing this. Uh, he has been doing this uh, ritual for years. He said he runs around the stadium, but now he can't run, of course. He has surgery. But now he walks around the stadium. And, and, and it's, it shouldn't be only that he just walks just 
because that's spiritual, but he's also giving people a chance to see him. You know, you got people all the way in the stands. You got, let's be real, you got people that flew out to see him. So I would appreciate that he's walking around because at least I get to see him. So if I'm all the way in the sky, the top of the seats, top of the stadium, and I can't see nothing, but I can see, hey, I know that's Dion. He came around. I, I might be able to get a little bit of footage of him. I might be able to just get a picture of him. Because now I know he's going to walk around. And the, and the coaches know. And the players know. And I watched the feel of him walking around the stadium and being cussed out, called all sorts of nasty words. Once again, not being celebrated. Not being appreciated. Okay? We talk about the offers that he was receiving. And he was never or shy or, or, or never was honest about entertaining other offers he said that he said hey I'm looking I'm, I'm doing this I'm doing that um, but he also if you guys really listen he had a 60 minute interview he really listened he said hey you know I'm not opposed to staying in Jackson State but I've been here for three years and I showed them the template I've showed them what needs to happen I've showed them and at some point in time Jackson State has to come back with a counter offer and it can't be the same. I can't be doing the buddy hookup no more. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I have stabbed, and he also has said that. Little do you guys know, like I said, man, I, I had to I had to watch. So I just I just had to because it just disappoints me, right? But what's crazy is he has had staff with him football. He's been training. He's been coaching his son since TV football. How many of you guys have done that? How many of you guys have have actually volunteered with kids for over 20-something years? How many of you guys have done that? I'm saying, man, you know, I, I, I volunteered my time before. I've done that, and that is a most rewarding job that you can have. But let me tell you, man, not everybody can do it. Not everybody wants to do it. Not everybody wants to find the time to do it. This man has been coaching selflessly for years. Now, he's already rich. He's already a millionaire. He's already this. He's already that. He already has relationships. He already has sponsors, this and that. But remember, when coaching, you also have a, have a staff. My man has had a staff who has not been getting paid adequately. You know, I don't know if he's paying money out of his own pocket. I don't know if they solely go off of what the universities gave him. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they have to work another job. But with this opportunity, is an opportunity not only for Dion. It's an opportunity for his staff. Appreciate it for his staff. His staff is exciting. If any of you guys had even took a second to even look at the Colorado walkthrough where they walked him through the university like he was a king. Like, man, we need you. We need you and we want you. Some of you guys don't understand that feeling. You know, I don't believe he used Jackson State to catapult his career. He didn't need that. He was already on top. This is what happened. This is the reason why I believe a lot of individuals, black individuals, don't want to take that chance on their community because this is the kind of backlash you get. 
they feel like you have to go all in when they're not even all in. All he did was come down and show a template and understand that he was met with major opposition the entire time he was there. How long do you want him to fight? Who fought with him? Who went to those meetings? Who said, y'all need to listen to Deion Sanders and this is what it is? How many campuses held held a uh, protest? How many of the students got together and said, you know what, our university needs him and we need to figure out how to get him some more money? I mean, it happens every day at the PWIs. I will believe, I think, but I may be wrong. Um, I think one of his assistant coaches, I don't, I forget his name, but he also said, we all look at the offer that all these universities are giving Deion Sanders. But Deion's never been shy by saying, hey, I'm wait, really waiting for an offer from Jackson State. Now, we might not be able to pay you fully what you were. But we didn't got together with the business district in Mississippi. We've gotten with everybody who's been benefiting from you being here, selling out stadiums. We got, we, we, we went ahead and we put a, a, an account together. We're all putting money in and I guarantee you we're going to get you a bonus. We're going to get you this. We're going to get you that. We're going to show that we appreciate you. Now, I'm not saying Jackson State don't appreciate it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying. We need to also understand the back end of it, man. We, we, we complain. We complain. We complain. Get the bag. Get the bag. Do this. Don't stay somewhere where you're not wanted. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying Jackson State don't want them. They do. They definitely want them. But understand, I, I believe that the template is done. He showed the product. He was there for three years. He gave them back-to-back championships. He gave them their first undefeated season. He gave a lot. What more can he give you? He showed you what the bowl games look like. He showed you how to have these kids uh, travel correctly, hotel correctly. Let me let me tell you, man. This and this is one of my longest podcasts. I just got, I just gotta get off my heart. There was a couple moments that I feel like he he did something I've never seen a coach ever do. And understand, he knows a lot about what's going on. Even though he's a godly man, he still knows what's going on around him. You know, he was bringing in a lot of uh, artists. And, and, you know, some of that should be on the artists. Why why does it take Deion Sanders to come down to visit HBCU? These artists should have been coming down. And let's, let's, let's put a fire to their leg. Let's go on social media and, and tell them, continue. It should not stop because Deion Sanders left. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? They could go to all these schools with no problem. And I'm sure they'll be greeted with no issues. No issues. But um, it was, like I said, it was two moments. One big moment that he did that I feel like he did to protect those boys, those young men that I've never seen a coach do when a member from Migos died, murdered, right? His team was down there in the hotel. He went on immediate lockdown. Had a team meeting. They said, none of you guys will leave. I know you guys are emotional. I know that you guys are losing the the, the, the people that you look up to um, at, a, at a fast rate. But I'd be darned, I'd be damned if 
you guys leave this hotel to go see what you want. He had to protect them from themselves. That was a moment that was powerful, man. Powerful. You know what I'm saying? There was another instance with uh, our number one recruit. The one that came down. Uh, what's his name? Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter got hurt, right? We know that if he was at any other school, they would have gave him a week or two to get back into the game, and he would have got hurt again. Deion Sanders said, nope. He saved him from himself because he has the experience. He knows he has the know-how. He took care of that. He took care of that young man. So, look, man. I, I want to wrap it up, but I want to tell you, in life, it doesn't matter what you do. You're always going to have opposition. What I do respect for him is that he's saying, look, I'm I'm always going to be black. I'm always going to be black the American uh, community. But you guys got to understand, we have to stay uh, diverse in the NCAA. And those top power schools, they fired over five head coaches, five African-American head coaches. And someone has to step up and fill those roles. I'm qualified to fill those roles. If I do not, they go away. And we sit here and cry and cry and cry that and complain and complain and complain that we're not a part of something. They're not hiring CEOs. They're not hiring a diverse human resource team. They're not hiring car salesmen. They're not hiring this. They're not hiring that. But it takes individuals to be in a situation to even fill those roles. And when they fill those roles, you want to call them a sellout? I just can't, you know, I just can't do it. What we should take from this at the end of the day, man, the conclusion of this is Deion Sanders, let's, let's wrap up with the Deion Sanders. The conclusion is he set a template. He showed you how to rebuild a structure, how to get sponsorship, how to fill a stadium, what this contract should look like, what they should not look like. He showed you how to entertain. He showed you how to market. He showed you a lot of different things. So let's not let's not tearing down because he moved on. Let's build him up and let's understand that he's not made it easier. Because I'm from the army, man. I'm from the old school days. And I'll leave this for an example. When's the last time you took someone's car? Borrowed someone's car. Borrowed this, borrowed that. When you return it, did you return it in a better condition than you got it? Because I believe Deion Sanders wasn't given something that was a great product. But when he left, he, he left a great product for someone to take over. And it should be that much easier for him to continue on with the baton and grow it even more. And, and, and so when we think about that, we transition to our own life. When we think about our own life, understand that whether your family, your friends, you know, not even for the black community, just understand that with, with change and development and you trying to uh, motivate, there's going to be challenges. And whether you take the next opportunity or you're still over here or over there, you're going to have naysayers, but you have to continue the mission. You have to continue on. Yeah, man, that's where we at. But we're under 20 minutes. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, I appreciate you. To the next episode, peace.